Our scripture today comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verses 4 through 7. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. So seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for October the 11th. And as you can tell, we're still on our little stroll here, walking around and seeing things differently. I'm going to shift things up a little bit for this conversation today. And I would like us to think about the importance of having a home field advantage. The importance of having a place that we can be comfortable, that we can go back to and, and rest and rebuild. I share this today as I celebrate the San Diego Padres who have made it the playoffs for the first time in quite a while in a regular season setting. They did make it to the playoffs in sort of the shortened 2020 setting, but we sit here with our home team going to the playoffs, and it looks like it will probably have a first-round matchup against the New York Mets in the playoffs. So there's a lot of praying and so forth going on, and we're hoping the best for that. But I, I want to use the sports narrative because there is an importance of having a home field advantage in things. And when I look at this scripture, it talks about building that home, building the foundation of that home, building a place of comfort and renewal to return to, to, to be with, to be in the presence of peace and and i i think it's very important to to celebrate that when we have our home field we have a place that we can go to and we can completely be ourselves and we can hear the the cheers and the clapping for our efforts when many times that we even hear from ourselves uh, the voice of frustration that things may not be going as smoothly as possible. There's a lovely place and a home field advantage. Hi, good morning. Hi, puppy. There's a lovely place in having a home field advantage. We talked a lot on Sunday about this migrant culture who had to begin to look at things outside of their lifespan cultural DNA looking at the world through a new set of eyes, through a new set of opportunities, and really just having to lay out, hey, you're at a place that you're okay. You know, there's so many 
pastoral conversations that I've gone through that people need to have that home field advantage because there's a lot of people, including the guy talking to his phone right now, who needs places to go to that they can feel okay. Even the ones who teach others to have a really deep, close, personal relationship to faith. We walk on rocky ground too. We feel like that seed that's sitting on top of the rocks isn't quite getting the water in us, baking in the sun. But we all need that place of comfort to go back to. So we need that home field advantage to to be cared for. And in sports, the home field advantage is so crucial because, you know, every every team has something that they celebrate. You know, the NBA, they have five players on the field, but they talk about the sixth man, the, the fans that start cheering. There's been so many football games and sold out stadiums with passionate fans that the fans become so loud that they drowned out the quarterback's plays and the away team doesn't know what they're doing. And that's helped the home team out a lot of time. Even in baseball, there was this concept of the 10th fan, which is the that 10th man on the field that's making the difference and cheering and being loud and rooting people lines because, you know, it's that praise and support that can help us deal with an immense amount of garbage. We just need somebody to hold our hand and help us get through. There's another sports analogy that exists, and it's called the rally. And I think the rally concept is very important, especially as we try to regroup and retrace our steps at times. We we fall and we stumble and we need another chance and another opportunity and that concept of having a rally really can boost us up and and find our footing once again there was a tv show that was written by a man named aaron sorkin it was a tv show called sports night and if you were ever a fan of the west wing uh it's the same writer it was a writer of the west wing and it's this show about it's like a espn style television station that does sports reports it was them putting together a tv show called sports night which is pretty much a imagery of sports center if you've ever watched espn and they had a station manager his name's isaac jaffe was a station manager that character was played by Robert Guillaume. And during the filming of the show, Robert Guillaume got really sick and like very sick. And he wasn't able to film the programs. So he wasn't on the show, but there was an episode that he was able to come back to. And it was the episode was about them rooting on the rally. They had different sports teams on their TV show coming back from deficits. And one of the anchors on the TV show was talking about, you know what, this station needs a rally. This station needs a rally. And 
They couldn't figure out what would spark that rally. They couldn't figure out what presence would come along to spark that rally. But then at the end of the show, there's Robert Guillaume standing there and asking him to get to work. Isaac Jaffe, the, the spiritual leader and guide, the director of the show. And Robert Guillaume is there standing and that's the boost that they needed for their rally. When I look at this concept about home field advantage, having a place that we can go back to for a rally is really important. There were times that this season with the Padres, we had this long span that we played the Mets in New York and then we played the Dodgers in Los Angeles. And I just I still keep remembering saying, man, if we could just get back home, <laughs> if I could just hear the cheers at Petco Park, things would get turned around. And, and that happened. There's so many times in my life that I've, I've wanted that experience. I just wanted to go back home and go back to a place of comfort and care so that I could regroup and catch my breath. A place of comfort and care that I could go back to and have that home field advantage for even just a few moments so that I could feel cared for and through feeling cared for, have a moment of a rally that could help me regroup and get my feet back under myself and go back to the normal every day. Hey, good morning, how are you doing? That's so very crucial. And we participate in that reality too. We've all been on journeys. Good morning. We all have some dear friends that we need to say hi to here or there. You're gonna hear the sound of all sorts of dear friends playing and looking for a future of opportunity and hope. And we become the teachers and the caregivers for that, like this narrative that I just shared with you with Robert Guillaume and showing up on the set of Sports Night. We become that image of the Holy Spirit for other people. That's right there to root them on and cheer them on and help them get to the next place of their life. So that home field advantage is very, very important. I want you to think about that. There's this phrase that I absolutely, I dislike it. There's a phrase I absolutely dislike. It's, you can never go home again. There's parts of that phrasing that's true. We can never go home again. We never actually go back to where we came from. Because I hope that we are constantly changing and evolving within our understanding of the greater world, within our understanding of our connection with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. We are constantly evolving and changing. And there's a factual statement. We can never go home again because when we go home, we find ourselves as different people. But the reason I don't like that phrase is we can find a home again that we can sit and rest and we can say the words, thank you God for equipping me, enabling me, caring for me and guiding me to become the person I am right now. 
you know, it's the journey of this dear culture of reaching for the promised land that changed them. And when we can celebrate the changes in our lives, we can have those moments of peace and care saying, thank you, God, for helping me and guiding me to find this new beautiful creation that you've made. And then we can go out and do some big, beautiful things and help others find their home fields to play for, to play on and feel comfortable and loved because of it. Just like the journey that we've been going through, as I shared with you on Sunday with developing a new children's program at our worship center to this new frontier of embarking of trying to find ways that we can spark conversation with the North County LGBTQ Center and help some dear friends find a place of home that truly celebrates and affirms their identities so that they can grow and celebrate the home that they have in a grace that's for one and all. But it takes a journey to get there. It takes a journey of change to get there. We don't have this moment of Isaac Jaffe returning to sports night and being celebrated that he's there without the journey of missing him. Sometimes we can't see the beautiful garden in front of us without walking through the weeds to get there. Now I've said that statement and I've made a promise every time I say something like that, I'm going to say this. I do not believe that God makes bad things happen in our lives for us to grow, but I feel like that we can grow and truly flavor beautiful things when we travel through the hard moments of living. And that's what I see in this, especially in the necessity for a rally. The necessity of a feeling of man, it's been down, it's been hard, but if I can get just do this, if I can just get to this one place, if I can just have this one major event, then I'm standing in the end zone. I can spike that football and I can say, thank you. Thank you for it all. So I want you to hang on to those things. I want you to find your home field that you can go back to and hear the cheers and the comforting sounds of the supporting family members and friends. And I want you to feel a rally. I want you to feel the reality that, you know, it's not always bad. I want you to see the flowers in front of you from time to time so that we can all just take a moment and say thank you for the beautiful home that we've journeyed to that is our promised land. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. Have a week. To have the opportunity to get to know you, please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us, please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.